Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. This is Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am Stephen Scott. He is Sean Priest. Hello. And uh, today we are joined by Kerry Doyle, who returns to the show. Kerry Doyle's here. Hello. Right, so let's talk about why you're here, because uh, you were uh, on the show a while back. You talked to us. Actually, not one of our first shows we did. Uh, we talked to you about the commentary app. This is the uh, side-loaded screen reader that you can put onto Android phones, and it's an alternative to TalkBack, which actually sounded like it had quite a lot of promise, and I know lots of people in the community were interested in it. Certainly lots wanted to hear what you had to say about it and wanted a bit of an update on how you were getting on. So, Kerry, how are you getting on with the commentary app? Okay, so basically there's no easy way to say this and um, sit down, have a have a cup of tea and a slice of cake. Okay. Um, I've uh, I've switched back to uh, iOS. <gasps> okay. You've let me down. You've let the community down. <laughs> let Google down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hang, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, I just need to clarify this. So yeah. you've switched from the commentary app, which was the screen reader, yeah. back to iPhone. Not via TalkBack? No. You, you, didn't, you just oh, got yeah. rid of the whole Sorry, phone, no, you threw I did. the phone Sorry. in the bin and just said, no, right, no, we'll no. scrap I, it. I, did, right. I had been on TalkBack for a good a good uh, long while, but um, no, I just uh, basically I got a tiny iPod because my iPad mini was kind of hard to type on for extended periods. And literally mm. when I started to use the little iPod, I was just kind of like, oh, where have you been all my life sort of thing. And, oh, um, so this was like an iPod Touch. You yeah, got. it's very cute. It's very cute. Right. It's very cute. I'm um, amazed that's even still going. To be honest, I, know, I thought that crazy. was long gone, but oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, so that kind of yeah. so what you're saying is that that kind of led you back to the iOS world, back and you thought the, back, back. Into, back into the arms of Alex. Yes. Come back, join us. Come back. It's lovely in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, or as Alex would say, come back, join us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Um, Right, talk us through this then, because you know I, I thought you had kind of switched over lock, stock, and barrel to Android. And I know you were having issues mm. with, well, some issues with TalkBack. Yeah, you, I, I think you were. You could, you'd come, you had iPhone. Mm. You switched to Android. You mm. got what a mid-level, mid-range Samsung That's right. at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mid-range. Uh, well, first of all, I started out with a really, really budget one, and that just kind of wasn't, you know, cutting the mustard. Then there was just a few problems with. Um, talkback kind of being a bit sluggish sometimes so I switched to commentary then but then there was some things that commentary wasn't doing that I really missed kind of that talkback did do and then there was mm. then there was some things that, that neither commentary or talkback did that Apple does <laughs> Goldilocks here so, yeah. <laughs> test them all out that one's too cold that one's too warm that one's just right <laughs> you know yeah it kind of feels like coming home, really. Wow. So it's really interesting you say that, though. Isn't that the real issue here, that you started off with iOS, so that is your home, that's where you feel more comfortable, right? And when you go off somewhere, it's it's great for a little bit of a mm, holiday, Android, yeah. mm. but um, it's always good to come back home. Maybe. Is it, is it a case of that? You know, because I've heard lots of people say it's where you start. Is, maybe is where it you feel is, most because, um, I, because I also, on, I know people that, you know, have always used uh, Android, you know, and um, they couldn't get, ever get to grips with an iPhone. So I think you're right. Mm -hmm. But but I also 
genuinely and you know i mean i mean this you know and not to be like offensive to anyone or anything but um i genuinely do think that ios is um and apple is the, is the more polished experience in terms of you know accessibility yeah, I'm I'm not allowed to speak on this topic because you see the Android people have told me I'm not allowed to talk um, on this anymore. Um, because <laughs> the I Android get, people, I, I don't know. There's people they email me and say stop saying these things because you're, you're talking rubbish. Um, but I think again, it's a, it's where you you come from in this. Um, I think it's also a little bit about. I, I'm not going to say that Android people are a bit more geeky, but I think that's probably true to some degree because what I'll say to that is. That people who are on Android, the people I know who are on Android, tend to be more, even more into their tech than, than I might be to some degree. Mm. They're maybe even more power users, right? Mm -hmm. I heard someone say this the other day that actually it was a really interesting line. I heard someone saying uh, they think that blind people are the ultimate power users or the first power users. And I think that's probably true. I think we all Absolutely are. Absolutely true. We, we need to know not just how something works. We don't just pick something up and go, oh, right, that's that app and that's okay. Mm. We need to understand the whole structure of it first. We need to know how it works because that allows us to be able to navigate the whole thing. Mm. And um, I just think Android people are just a bit more like that. So they tend to be able to deal with some of the challenges or handle some of the, 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 the roadblocks or whatever it is that, that people seem to find issue with. Um, I have some issues with Android, but then again... I know I'm never going to make the switch. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm not. I'm never going to make the switch. And I, I know that because I love FaceTime. I love iMessage. Now, if Apple opened all that up, and they never will, but if they did, then it would give us options. And I, uh, I wonder if maybe mm -hmm. down the line that might be forced on Apple to do, that they may have to do that in order to, to do what they do. I mean, uh, look what they do with Apple TV, right? You don't know, no longer do you have to have an Apple TV box. You can get Apple TV on any device pretty much now. So maybe one day, but that's that's my reason for staying with it. I just like the ecosystem. I did miss um, iMessage and FaceTime and um, like even, even you know, even the, this is this is just being you know, nitpicky or whatever, but even like the audio messages in iMessage are such like, and this is just me being weird now. This is my geeky thing, I think. Even the, the iMessages in it, audio messages with Apple, you know, it's such high quality audio, mm. and I have a real thing about that. And my one of my friend, one of my friends who works in radio is like, okay, care, I get this whole thing you have with with audio quality, and it's great and everything, but stop it. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. But to be fair, iMessage audio quality was terrible for the longest time. It's it was, only recently yeah. it's been high quality. And WhatsApp is a universal, you know, platform agnostic. And WhatsApp is amazing. I, so, I prefer Telegram to WhatsApp, but that's another story. Yeah, but, but yeah, but again, Telegram is available on Android and some say actually more accessible than it is on iOS. Yeah, there's certain bits about it on, mm. on Android that would be um, m m more accessible, absolutely. But the, again, the whole the uh, the audio experience is much 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 nicer. Just for me, with my Android experience, it was um, I was just totally bored with the Apple iPhone design mm. when, when I swapped over, and I wanted to you know try the new hardware because Android hardware you know there's more ver variety in it, and it's just sexier at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. um, and but I find the apps were you know mostly all fine. The only real problem I ever have with Android and still have, I've still got a Pixel 5 here that I use occasionally. Um, it's just, I find it navigating around, it's just less 
polished. Exactly. It's less refined. Yeah. When I'm when I'm swiping through something, there's so often where the focus will jump back up just because I've left my finger on the screen a millisecond too long. Uh, with Apple, I find all that's been, I don't know, fine-tuned. And on Android, I find it or just it, slightly more annoying. Or it just takes, it takes a, like a lot of the, oh, well, I suppose, and maybe not for you with that because it's Google Pixel, but, you know, it. I found even sometimes with, with TalkBack, you're there and you're kind of scrolling through something and you just sort of, it's a bit like, yeah, no, I'm think I'm thinking about reading that out, that thing that you yeah. that you're on there. I, I'm actually I'm having a good think about. Can I have a, can I have a cup of tea? Sorry, and I and I might do it then. Can I can I just have a cup of tea first though? You know. Um, I think I think I figured out what it is with Android. I mean, I've always tried to work this out because the swipes to me don't seem to work in the same way. Um, so, for example, if you tap on something and then you start swiping, that's fine. But you almost have to know where you're putting your finger. That's the difference, I think. It's almost as if, it's almost as if um, it's built like you, you're able to see the screen enough to know what to press mm. and then go from there. That's the only difference I think I, I can pick up between the difference between the top back and navigation and iOS, where essentially on iOS, you can just start rolling your finger around the screen and you'll start to hear what's under your finger. It doesn't seem to work that way. That explore by touch doesn't seem to be as fully fledged at the moment. And mm. that's something I think if they improved that, that would solve a lot of these problems. We also have the skating rink problem with, Andro with Android that, you know, you, you start, um, you know, swiping around and then it just jumps from, you know, if you accidentally, just even just accidentally, just a little bit touch the wrong bit of the screen, it's off. The focus has gone yes, to wherever your fingers ended about. up. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's a real problem. But um, again, I wonder if that's device specific. I mean, I've been trying this on no. Samsung's and okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, must no, admit, I my, honestly my, don't think it is. My Motorola G5, which I always talk about, was my favorite Android experience. Um, and I actually haven't tried any of the newer Motorola's, but I certainly recommend them to people for, for you know, starting out. And, and actually, Kerry, that's something I want to get into because mm -hmm. when you got this new iPhone, mm. you didn't go out and buy the bells and whistles. You went and bought a, a refurbished yep. iPhone SE 2020. Mm -hmm. And what was the reason for that? Was that was it cost or was it? Yeah, so it started out It started out as being about the cost. Then actually, um, I could have afforded the um, the brand new shiny well, I would have wanted an SE anyway, but I could have afforded the brand new shiny one. But I thought, no, do you know, I'm just going to be sensible for once in my life. And I did sort of have a voice in my head going, it's not the new one. It's not the new one, you know. But, <laughs> we all do. Yeah. It's a FOMO we have, but, yeah, yeah, fear of missing out. But um, so I got it anyway and brought it, brought it home and everything. And it's working. It's working absolutely fabulous. I'm delighted now that I didn't sort of do a typical me on it and go, oh my God, I need the new one. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want that one that somebody else has already had. Oh no, no. Sounds like you, Stephen. It uh, does actually sound like exactly my kind of response. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm absolutely, I'm chuffed uh, now. So um, it's, it works absolutely really, really well. Um, I think I'll never uh, sort of, uh, how can I say Normally, I would have just been like, no, I can't have that refurbished thing. That's, you know, who does that? You know, blah, blah, blah. Whereas now I think I'd just be like, yeah, no, if like, you see, I had only started a contract to get my Samsung phone. So I have to, I have to well, I don't have to, unless I meet a millionaire, I have to stay in that contract, basically. Um, <laughs> what I've sort of said is if, if next year when the contract is up, if there's a new iPhone SE then, 
I would ha- I would have that. But if not, I'd quite happily find this year's one refurbished somewhere next year, if you, yeah. if you know what I mean. And I think yeah. I think that's really good because that, that I used to be so bad for that. And I would say to people, if you want an iPhone and the cost is prohibitive, because to be honest, that was what that was one of the reasons why I switched in the first place. Because to get a new iPhone, even on a contract, is expensive. And I I would have always been, oh, I need the the shiny, 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 not the not the pro, not the Pro Max one, but I would have always been like, oh, I need the very latest generation, and I can't have that thing that that's a year behind. Oh, that I just simply, you know, I simply couldn't do that. You know, you know. Um, I, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. I used to be, and I was for a long time to some degree still am a little bit like that but I I am kind of going away from it you know the iPhone 14 is due out this year I'm not that I mean unless there's something incredibly different in it mm. I don't care about notches I don't care mm. about punch holes for cameras I'm not interested in all that no. you know if, if it's the same I mean the thing is if you actually look at the operating systems that Apple supports mm. I think I'm right in saying Sean that it's what is it, iPhone 7 onwards is currently supported still? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's right, yeah. Mm. And the iPhone 7, how long has that been out, right? So, And that, to me, was still a great phone, which is actually the same body of the SE, right? It's the same phone to, to some, uh, some extent. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the reason I'm interested in that is, and I, I think actually that's the bigger story, actually, than, than you going back to iPhone, mm. is because of the fact that the, the refurbished option, um, I mean, I've just had a look this morning, 195 quid you know, for an iPhone SE, um, you can get on Amazon refurbished. and That's good. I mean, you think about it, right? That is uh, a great phone. It's going to get a lot of updates oh, yeah. for a good period yeah, of time. Definitely. It's like two years old. Yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. And you're getting the updates. But also, you know, it goes up against this idea that, well, you know, the Apple ecosystem is really expensive. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sorry, guys, but that's not an argument anymore. No. That is not an argument mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. Um and actually, for a couple of products, for the iPhone, you can get, you know, an iPhone SE 2020. It'll do you great. 195 quid on Amazon today. I mean, that's just, that's brilliant. Um, but, you know, even on the Mac side of things, people used to say, oh, well, you know, Macs are very expensive. And, you know, you, you, you know, yes, okay, you granted you get your voiceover built in, but, you know, they're very expensive. Mac Mini, 699 entry level. You can probably get that on refurb somewhere mm. yeah. already. I mean, it's already in the refurbished side of Apple, so you could save some money there. I think I've even seen them down to like five sixty, um, and that is the honestly for most people that's going to be the best machine you'll ever use. Mm. You're never going to need more than that. I actually have a friend who bought the Mac Studio, you know, the new two thousand pound Mac Studio, and he sent it back, and he stuck with his base level Mac Mini. He wow. said, "I didn't notice a difference." Mm. And he's not doing video work. He's not creating Toy Story 6 mm-hmm. on that machine. Mm. He is he is just doing basic stuff. So the point is that the Mac, or Apple actually more generally, has got to the point, the level of power, and all these devices, frankly, and I think it's the same with Android, same with other companies as well, they've got to a level where the performance has peaked so much that any device is pretty much okay. However, I would say this, low-end Android phones... And to that end, on the, the, the PC side, low-end Chromebooks are not good with accessibility. They're not as good because the processors, I don't think, are as good in there. I'll go with that, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting when you put it side even by Windows. side. Yeah, exactly. Even with Windows and Narrator, it can be very yeah. sluggish. It's not a good experience. Um, you kind of have to bump up the specs. So I'm, I would argue you pay more for a better and more accessible experience on Google and on 
uh, Windows. And on iPhone, you can pay less and get a better experience. That's my that's my put out there. Yeah, see, I was going to I was going to get the because um, before I made this switch, I had an eleven. So I was just going to get another eleven, and then I was like, oh, there's a there's the SE, and the SE has the home button, and it's the same as the eleven, just in a smaller. You know, isn't the home button great? Isn't it the best thing ever? Oh made? man, I love Terrible. it, love it, love it, it, love it. Exactly, oh, Sean, so you've not ex- lived. So excited! I, w- I was in a cafe the other day, and I was, <laughs> and I was there, as buying my the the best coffee I've ever had, actually, and the most delicious strawberry <sighs> oh. cheesecake I've ever tasted in my life. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where was the best? I, I yep. don't care if we advertise it. Where is the best coffee you've ever had? That's in Brick Alley Cafe in Temple Bar. Right. Oh, yeah. Rick Alley. I'm going to take a note of that because next time I'm in Dublin, I'm going to go there. I Cafe, love good coffee. If you'd coffee. like to send us some uh, strawberry cheesecake <laughs> uh, and coffee, that would be lovely. Thank you. <laughs> lovely people in there as well. And the uh, most amazing strawberry cheesecake I've ever had in my life. Mm, and okay. my fr- Someone's excited. <laughs> we were standing at the... Okay. We were standing at the... Wait, 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 hang on. Hang on, Sean. You're saying that you wouldn't be? Because I think we that both know that's a lie. Yeah. We, were Sorry, stand- yeah. we were standing at the counter and I was saying to the guy... Really nice cheesecake and and the coffee is like the best I've ever had and stuff. And my friend goes, and she eats a lot of cake. I'm like, I do not. <laughs> she knows. She would know. Said, She's I like Mrs. Not- Kipling. I said, I do not eat a lot of cake. I said, that is just you take that back. But not the cheesecake. Never take that. No, back. never take the cheesecake back. But like the, that's. So a- I mean, as much as I don't want to drag this conversation away from cake. Um, sorry, 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 sorry. What, what sorry. was what was the connection to the? Because the because iPhone. because 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 I paid for the cake and the coffee with Apple Pay with the home button. It with was touch fabulous. ID. Yes. Yeah, you're talking about Touch ID, not the home button. They're separate things. Okay, you like Touch ID, which I agree with, but the home button itself, no need for it. Thank you. Uh, no, the re- oh, Sean, I'm, te- I'm telling you. No, you're wrong. No, you don't. Want- I'm telling you, you're no, wrong. You don't want to go down. No. You don't want to go down yep. this road no. with me because I've oh. had, I've used that Samsung yep. for a good long while, and it's yep. got this under display uh, fingerprint yep. sensor thing. Yes. And uh, oh my goodness, to say it's hit and miss is uh, being quite uh, generous. Again, Kerry, you're talking about Touch ID. No. Right? That's what you're talking about. No. That's, no, no, no you not. are. The home button as a function for taking you home or activating Siri no. is nonsense. We don't care about that. No, what you care about what and what you say you love. No, Kerry, no. What you say you love is Touch ID. But, Sean, you're not listening to yes. me. Just for one minute. So listening. He's not listening uh, to you. That's no, a problem. Just for listening. one minute, right? Because what I'm okay, saying sorry. is an under-display mm. fingerprint sensor... Okay, yeah. which is okay, which is basically the same as Touch ID, I suppose. If you don't yeah, have an, if you don't have an anchor, yeah, which is our lovely, fabulous home button. Okay, um, yeah. it's to say it's hit and miss is being very, 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 very generous. Um, yeah. In all the time I had that um, Samsung phone, I had a lot of. Problems. It's, it's almost as irritating as the as the face ID because you still have to. Oh, the phone has to be a certain the, position. You just put it in the power button instead, like it does on the iPad something or other Pro. Yeah, the iPad Mini. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, that, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, disagree with that. I think that would Thank be a you. smart move. Yeah, but yeah. you can't. No, see, yeah, but we can't decide that. Well, I'm sorry. No, no, exactly. no, no. Sorry, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, and so I had an awful lot I'm of problems. Gary's You scare me sometimes. Sorry, um, sorry. I used to be the mean one around here. I mean, people yeah. used to say he's so mean, and now it seems you've. I, I think I've created a monster. You have, Gary, you, have, you, totally have you know, you have. But yeah. um, 
yeah, the under display fingerprint, the under display fingerprint thing. Um, yeah, I really, I had a lot of bother. So um, it's terrible. Well, when okay, Apple so, do so it, you'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> you are you are back to Apple now. Is that it for you? And are you using any other Apple products, or is it just the? Uh, yeah. So um, I have. Uh, the little iPod as well at the moment, the little iPod mm. uh, Touch. So um, I've still got an iPod Nano. I found it the other week. I think it's the Nano. The, um, yeah. And it had that you've got to connect it to, well, you can hook up headphones to it. You've mm. still got the headphone mm, port. Mm. Um, but you have got voiceover on it. It's so nice. It's tiny. It's tiny, tiny, tiny little thing. The little round, like gum the little round thing, is it? No, it's, it's, it's like a little tiny rectangle, but fit in the palm of your hand. Mm. And um, it's got a touchscreen and a home button. Ooh. It's so cool. It's tiny. It's, it's so small. I, honestly, I wish you could try this because it's so... And I wish they would come back out with it. I, I'd love them to do like a retro version or something. I you know, wish they could be... make more iPod touches and yeah. also... But iPod Classic, That was my, which was actually the only product, I think the only product that Apple had brought out. Certainly, I mean, there was a lot of products prior to this that were not, but... That was one of their big products, and it was not accessible. No, it at wasn't. All. No, not at all. No clicky wheel and all yeah, that. Absolutely. It was not accessible. No, it wasn't at really all. Annoying. But as well, I want to say just just because I think it's amazing. The the little iPod Touch is like four inch screen. It's tiny, you know, really really small. Mm-hmm. And actually, you could lose it quite easily as well. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> but you can type Braille on the iPod Touch, which I find amazing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, of course. It's running the same software. It's not running... Now, hang on. It's not running the same... Or the, or the latest software, is it? Yeah, it's, it's it does. Up. It's It just doesn't... It? Yeah, it does. It just doesn't have the... Um, it doesn't have the same... Obviously, it doesn't have the same processors in it. So, so that some of the capabilities wouldn't be there, but it does run the latest software. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, look, it has been really interesting talking to you today to yeah, find out nice about to talk this journey you you've well. been on. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, I do think it's people were wanting to know, and I'm really glad you came on to update us on what's been happening and, mm-hmm. and how you've been getting on. And, you know, some people might be saying, it's a shame she's come away from it because, you know, they were probably hoping, I think people were hoping this was maybe the, the solution to talk back mm-hmm. down the line. And maybe for some people it will be. I think the biggest issues right now with commentary is it's a sideloaded app and you have to... Um, you have to have some faith mm. that the information you're putting in, because of course it's capturing all your keystrokes, it's capturing lots of information. Mm. You have to hope that that information isn't going to, to the wrong hands, because we don't know much of background to this mm. and where it all goes. So there's a lot of question marks around security with that app. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully down the line that'll improve, and um, yeah, we'll we'll certainly hear. I, I'm intrigued to hear what our listeners have to say about their experiences with Android, because I'm sure they, you know, those who are on Android, like I say. Who've been on it since day one uh, will will be um, you know will be different, and I would love to hear from somebody who's made the switch from iPhone to Android, and can give us all the reasons why it's a better experience for them. Because I think that would be really interesting for people to hear. At the end of the day, this isn't about you know personal opinion. It's about although it is about personal opinion, but it's not about that's not the end result. The end result, the takeaway here is that you've got some more information. Uh, and if you've got more information to add to it, then keep it going. It's a continuing conversation here on Blind Guys. So, uh, yeah, do get your emails uh, into us. Of course, you can do that the usual way. You can drop us an email. You can, of course, uh, call us on our phone number as well. All the details coming up. We will, of course, catch you again tomorrow. 
If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit BlindGuyTalksTech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.